Hello and welcome to the Presenting Complaint Podcast with me, Adam Norton, and me, Dr. G. There we go. We've got that down to a part now, haven't we, really? Pretty much. It feels very natural. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. 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 Uh, what we I've also, I've completely validated myself in my own head, calling myself Dr. G, because I, I just, like, Adam Norton, I'm not going to go, Cena Galana, Jad. Like, who's going to say that? <laughs> so, it's so much easier. So, I'm going to stick yeah. with Dr. G, for sure. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know why I say my full name. But I don't know. I just it felt no. But right. you're it. It sounds right as well, though. Yeah. But I, I don't know. That's because we've said it so much. Like if I on the first episode just went Adam, then I'm sure I'm sure we'd be used to it. So anyway. Yeah. I don't know. For some, for to me, it makes it feel more personal. You would think yeah. you would think saying just your first name would, but I don't know. You're opening to let people stalk you on Facebook. You know. Well. Yeah, that's, that's that's a very good point. Maybe maybe actually on that note, you know, I changed. Oh, I never told anyone, but I changed my name on Facebook because I was like, oh yeah, three, I, yeah. yeah. I never as when I say I never told anyone. I met I never let any of my friends know that I changed my name. So the whole time they're like, who the hell is this guy? I changed my name to John G um, yeah, 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 because yeah. back home, yeah, because <laughs> back home everyone called me Cena or they called me John for John Cena from WWE. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'll just change to John G because I basically have panicked because three weeks in, I had like three patients add me on Facebook and I don't use Facebook, so I really don't know what they see. Yeah, my patience, wow. my patience, bro. Too, I'm like, friend, man. you're too good at this communication. Man. No, but I'm not telling, no, as in like I get home and all of a sudden I've got a, yeah, I am quite friendly. But then all of a sudden that like I got a, a, a friend request, I'm like, I'm not one to set many boundaries, but this in, inherently yeah. just felt like I didn't like it. And like I said, I don't really use Facebook anyway, but it's the fact that I don't use it. I don't really understand what they can see. Cause I think you can see way too much on Facebook, even with your like high privacies. Sure. And, and Facebook um, is a bit more of like a family kind of little, like Instagram, yeah. like, like nowadays, probably lot, most, not most. Yeah, you just anyone, exactly. But then, so I was like, oh, okay, this is a barrier. And then I had like a patient. Yeah, that's just, that's, that's a barrier I put down. So, so yeah, even when I have a patient asked me, um, we got on really well and um, he was like, oh, can I, like, you know, I know I'm overstepping like maybe a boundary here and stuff, but can I follow you anywhere on Instagram? So I was like, oh, no, I've already got personal ones, sorry. And I was going like, oh, should I tell my my yeah. like professional Instagram yeah. and it's kind of like no I'd rather not know that he's on it <laughs> yeah no you that's know? fair enough I think yeah right. I, I guess I guess our mindset could change as time goes on but I think for now it's yeah 100% like, at, at the moment I'm not catering to them to be honest yeah yeah it's not it's not the vibe it's not the vibe but um yeah, not the vibe. how was how was your well how was your last week and how was today first well, Monday um yeah I know we should say we're not we're not trying to make like we are trying our best to get episodes out on Mondays but whenever we have busy weekends which we both had or you fall face first into something and possibly break your nose then we might yeah, yeah. <laughs> so on the video you can't really tell maybe it's like I've got no not really nose, but, um yeah over the weekend well I heard a big crack when I fell and I think I fractured my nose they told me it the Amy, they don't take extras and noses, but yeah, it's quite sore. So I've been off today um, because I refuse to do dentistry without my loops because I'm a snob. Um, but yeah, 
hopefully, hopefully I'll be back in soon. But it, it's been, it's, it, it's actually been quite nice. I mean, I'm sure I mean, it is because yeah. you're not working. But um, yeah, I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed my day off. I love the way you conveniently left out that you broke it, uh, possibly broke it while practicing a WWE move. Yes, we'll, 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 uh, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to you, and I don't yeah, even care. Yeah. What was it? Was it a spear tackle? Was it? Oh dear, dear me. Yes, I was. I was in my head. I was um, Edge. If anyone, if anyone likes the WWE, I like the WWE. In my head, I was Edge. I lo- Edge was sick to be fair. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. Sadly, <laughs> that's so funny. But yeah. <laughs> my week was probably better than yours um, so what what did i do i had last week i was quite busy uh-huh. covering the emergency department a lot i was in there every day which um the people in there are lovely yeah i'm not saying the patients they can be hit or miss but uh-huh. the uh, staff are absolutely lovely and it's really cool. it's always like hustle and bustle you know that, so, so i do enjoy whole, it. it makes you feel like you've done something no, no, it would have been the emergency department. So as in, um, so like same day emergency, basically. So, you know, like oh. if you have a, in a hospital, you have an emergency, an urgent department. No, you, you probably had that needs, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I was just thinking on your like placement, you've got oral surgery, oral med. So with like, which side? Yeah. But everyone would also be expected to, to, to cover in the emergency. Wow. Yeah. So I was doing, I was, I think there was a good few people off. So I was covering that more than I usually would, which cool. was, like I said, it was, it was fine because it kept me busy, made the days go by fast. Um, I didn't really do much oral medicine. Oral surgery-wise, I was in theatre again, and I'm really just I, – I do – I think the initial sort of shock and mm-hmm. horror seeing tiny little kids under GA kind of rubbed off finally, and I really feel like I am there, like, doing work and doing good work, you know, to, yeah. to help them out. Yeah. Um, so, so I really enjoyed that. Um, that was on Friday, and and it was good because another really good thing about it is because because there's just a few nurses and you're usually just with one other consultant, mm-hmm. you get a lot of good quality time to just pick at their brains, and sure. and the consultant I was with, I really got to literally hear her whole journey through dentistry mm-hmm. and her the difficulties and everything. So because of talking to her, actually, I've I've so far it, this will change a hundred times i'm sure i'm more in the mindset that i'll definitely do max facts next year but that's really? so far we'll see how that changes yeah wow. because I, I i originally i know i'm going to do dct2 for uh-huh. for people who don't remember my stand i'm definitely going to do dct2 because i don't really like just staying in practice that much and i i'd rather just get the two years done in case i do want to specialize in the future mm-hmm. um, and it's a great opportunity to learn more so I know I'm definitely going to do it, but I'm just, I'm not really too sure what to do with. And about like for the last sort of month or two, I, I was quite comfortable in saying that I didn't want to do it in MaxWax because mm. I didn't see the benefits to my dental skills apart from maybe being able to not be as stressed as much. And whilst that is a big positive, I was talking to um, two of the consultants that, that I respect mm. and um one of them broke it down really plain to me and he said you know you're absolutely right on one hand you don't really learn too much that you can directly apply dentistry but you learn a lot about yourself and that really resonated with me Mm -hmm. and as someone who right now knows that they would like to do further education in, in dentistry or further specialization maybe 
I, but I'm not sure where that is or where my head is at for that. So, so, so hearing that really, really struck a chord and and makes me feel like actually that's pretty much exactly what I need because I don't know if I'd get much benefit. I would get benefit, but I don't know if I get too much of doing the same thing I'd be doing this year again. Sure. Um. So that's where my head is at now. Um. Mm. Other things about last week. Just on that point, it was quite. It was. It was. Yeah. um, really shows the value of talking to people who are just, to, I mean, these are consultants, but who have been through the paths that you're considering that I felt last week with Howie, like yeah. he's kind of on the path that I, mm. I know, and he's doing the type of dentistry that I'm also passionate about. And just, you know, yeah. for, I think we spoke until about half 11 that night um, after the podcast. Um, oh, I had to go early, did you? Oh, sick. Um, and, you know, he was very oh, good man. generous with all his knowledge, but it's just, it really gives yeah. you, you know, I'm really passionate to kind of follow that um, idea. But it could have also, at the same time, just completely put me off. But the more information and the more kind of idea you have, the better. And yeah. You, you know, from the vibe I've got from you anyway is Max Facts. You, you keep saying everyone's crying. And I have a friend in Max Facts who's yeah. not having the best times but from you know yeah yeah same and it's really kind of changed it and that that type of thing is is invaluable and you, you kind of i think you have to just go out and take that opportunity of of talking to the people and, and yeah and i i did like an insta poll i remember like not too long ago where i was literally i asked um people who are like what path did you take to get to the point you're at now because at that mm-hmm. point i was feeling so just mind boggled of all of these like this is the thing like you come out of dental school you don't, you don't even know what dct is and that's the first step you can pretty much take outside of finishing fd so if you don't know much about that then you have no clue about all these different crazy yeah. paths you can take to get to the same spot so I asked about that and because because I was feeling quite overwhelmed about it and I thought that sort of learning more about it would, would, would make me feel better. But then who was it? It was one of oh, it's like one of the specialist endo guys or someone else. Again, these like this is what I love about dentistry on Instagram because the community is so positive from my experience so far. And these people who I like gawk over at their work would just DM me about some really personal stuff and advice and i was like this is great so it was someone quite i, I respected quite a lot and um they said you know just don't even think about the path like just keep doing what you're doing keep doing a bit more of of what you like each time and you'll you'll yeah. go down the right path and i think that's exactly what i need to hear at that point now at one point like i said it's great to talk to people it's better to talk to people in person sure. because you very quickly, especially in dentistry, you very quickly find out, do we have the same dental brain? Mm. You know, are we in the same ballpark? So that's why then you can, then if you respect their, how they do dentistry and you think that's something like you would want to do, then it it means more when you pick at their brain and and they're usually very good at sort of giving you the advice and being able to relate it to you if if they know you for a little bit. Like all they need to do really is he doing extraction or two and they yeah. get a good gist of what you're like as a dentist uh-huh. you know are you a warrior are you someone who just goes head in and and <laughs> sees yeah. if, if they can fish themselves out you know so so i i think at that time was great to hear you know just relax and just keep going and now it's nice to sort of 
now again this is why i did dct so it's great that it's working i'm, I'm in now and i'm asking myself questions and i'm experiencing other things that were a question in my head and now i'm slowly answering bit by bit like yeah that's a bit of me no not i'm actually okay with not doing any of that in my career um so it's nice to to be zoning in um sure. and yeah. whereas in the past i was very stressed by how big it is how big like how many paths you can take in dentistry mm-hmm. now i'm definitely it's, it's actually a bit more soothing now to understand that I don't have to stress about making a decision that's going to ruin everything, you know, because because well, doors very seldom yeah, close. Definitely, and I think that's that's something. When I spoke to Payman Langudi, um, he really kind of emphasised to me, and he was kind of saying, "What's your what's your plan, or what are your ideas, or mm. have you thought about specialising?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm not sure." And he was he was he was basically saying like, "You kind of." need to have an idea where you're going and really no no matter um what you choose at this point as long as you're taking steps forward even if in the end that, that yeah isn't what you end up wanting to do you're moving forward in in a direction which is more than what you'd be doing kind of just floating around all the way and there's definitely both yeah. sides to it but if you're as long as you're moving forward in a direction if that's not the direction mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. Going, oh, You've learned about yourself. You've realized what you like, what you don't like. You've made connections. Yeah. And you've done a hell Absolutely. of a lot more taking action than mm-hmm. um, than otherwise. And I think even for me, that's something I've kind of had to realize in the past week or two in some of my reflections from the past week is kind of revisiting the goals I set at the start of the year. Um, you know, are they important to me still? Have I achieved them? And then going forward, um, mm-hmm do I still feel connected with them and what do I want to do? And um, just, just going, just going back to them goals and giving a real direction and purpose to my daily work um, mm. in, in FD and thinking out, okay, this is my idea. What do I want to achieve from it? And going back to kind of the goals. Yeah. As I said, I set at the start of the year to now, have I been working towards them? Mm. And then what do I need to change to keep working towards them? And as long as I've got a goal to move towards, um, I think yeah. I'll be doing a lot better than kind of just floating about all, oh, uh, you know, I'm just going to see some patients and yeah. um, see how it goes and blah, blah, blah. And it's, it just gives you a bit of a guide and it gives you an idea of um, how to, how to approach, how to approach things, I think, which I think is really important. Yeah. And that, that's, that's really good advice. It is. It's good to have at least some sort of idea. Now, whenever I say some sort of idea, it can be so vague. Like for me, when I was FD, I was literally like, actually, this whole time I thought I wanted to do special care. That's getting crashing down. I really don't want to do it at all. Uh-huh. I'm kind of stuck here. I don't like practice, so maybe hospitals for me. So my goal was, let me go more towards the hospital side of things and and eventually work up my way up there. And that's and that's what DCT has allowed me to do. So it's it's so nice to see that you're making progress and going in a direction that's giving you more clarity that that's it's a really good piece of advice that you got and i think one thing i'd add on top of that is whenever you come to revisit your goals and you and you question yourself almost don't do it in a time where you know you're really going through a trough like you know mm. we've especially with this cold and flu and covid and stuff going around right now like is it really the best time to rethink your whole life while you're sick in bed and you haven't been to the gym in ages and you're eating crap and yeah. you're feeling rubbish 
probably not. Hold that thought for a bit. And when you feel better, you feel on top of your game. Let's see if you feel the same way. And then if, if you do, great, there's some merit to that. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, then it's probably something you can sweep on the rug for a little bit. Yeah, 100% agree. Um, and I think uh, with staying connected to the goals, and a lot of these goals are are big goals and they can seem quite scary. Um, I think if, you, if mm. you're trying to... What I, something I learned, again, this was from Drew Shaw, Dentinal Tubules, um, was just how to break these goals down into into smaller bits, which I think that, again, if you can take little actionable steps towards a goal, it helps you feel connected to it. Because say, I've, you know, or you've got a goal to be the best consultant, oral surgeon, max fax implantologist in the world. <laughs> it's a great goal to have, whatever. Yeah. But you don't really feel connected to it. You don't, you know, you, you're having data. You need to kind of figure yeah. out that each day you can break that down. So Drew, Yeah, absolutely. Really, so you can really say like, you know, I'm going to do this audit on this. I'm going to do a quality improvement on this. And then you're working towards that, that goal. Yeah. And it, was, it was almost like a pyramid. So you have your big goal here and then you just take one step oh, back. Adam's in the down. pyramid scheme. Yeah, Took I mean, two seconds and he's already <laughs> subscribed. <laughs> but for example, this is just one I came up with. So, like my big goal would be to say, and this is one really for me, is I want to take clinical photos to a standard that I see on Instagram. And then I need to think, okay, so what do I need to be mm-hmm. able to do that? And I'd break it down into, I need lots of practice, I need good equipment, yeah. and I need the knowledge of being able to take good photos. And I think, okay, so how am I going to get lots of practice? Well, I need to see lots of patients. That will happen. That's fine with DFT. I need to have enough time in, when I see my patients to take photos. I need to have my camera and my flash set up on the side ready. And if them all them if I'm doing all them three little things, then that's moving me towards my goal. In terms of equipment, I bought a camera, flash, all that set up. Obviously, if anyone else wants to do that goal, you need to have your equipment. And then in terms of knowledge, maybe I need to buy a dental photography book. I need to read articles online. I need to reach out to people I admire on Instagram who are taking really good photos and ask about their settings, how how their workflow is. And so you've gone from this massive, you know, vague um, goal and broken it down into five or six little steps that, and then you can, I mean, Drew goes into a lot of detail. And then from these little steps, you can even then prioritize which one of these steps is going to have the biggest um, impact on all the other steps. And is there anything where you can do that? So yeah, that's, that's another thing for me that, you know, for my goals, which I've kind of reflected on and resetted on is one, being able to connect to them really well and understand also these little things like, um, what would it mean for me to achieve my goals? What would it mean for the people I love for me to achieve these goals? What would it mean for me and the people I love if I didn't achieve these goals? What are the consequences of not mm-hmm. achieving these goals? And then just being able to really connect with them emotionally and figure out the little steps to go and achieve them. I think that's that's made a big difference for me um, this week and kind of uh, seeing it as all more more achievable and having a bit more drive and focus in, in in not just in dentistry, I've done this, but in kind of every area. Yeah, that's massive. That's massive. How, how, how has the rest of your week been then? How, how is how the, the rest of it? Been? Um, pretty clinically, pretty quiet. Um, like I had um, just a lot of exams. Um, I had when I did have sessions booked in, and I'm still. I mean, for me, I'm. I want to kind of probably. I li- well listen to what Harry Craig said last week, and he just said, "Get yeah. better, not quicker." Um, so mm-hmm. if I'm doing a class two and TJ I'm, said and TJ and you know anyone really if I'm yeah, doing a class two, <laughs> um, 
I'll book 70 minutes if I'm if I'm, I might book 90 minutes even. So um, if I'm if I'm getting cancellations, it's it's you know quite a big part of my day. So in the afternoon, if I, I might yeah. have cancellations in the afternoon, and especially if one of them's one of them might be an exam, and then the other one yeah. is the filling in last week. Sadly, a lot of the treatment patients. Um, or a patient who had actual treatment puts in rather than an exam or a scale or whatever um, cancelled. So mm. that's, I guess, that's the consequence you pay. And then obviously, if you are an NHS dentist, then you're, you're sad because that's your um, UDA is down the toilet. But um, yeah, so yeah. It, but it's, it's been nice and um, yeah, just just kind of cracking on. I think I've been able to. I don't know. I, I've been listening to a book called um, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius which I've been wanting to listen to for ages. He's kind of the, I'm probably butchering this, but he's kind of the father of Stoicism um, as a, an idea. But it's, as far as I know, it's kind of his personal diary. He was like a Greek, um, Asian Greek philosopher. And it's just kind of his ideas on how to live and stuff. And he talks about a lot about meditation, obviously being just being present, but also kind of not battling against um things that come into your life or the way that your life is going. And I've got, um, you know, your Aplan cases, you know, yeah, the, 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 plan. yeah, the, the emergency Aplan. So I've got my first Aplan coming up and I've not got uh, a patient nice. case for it yet. Um, and photos. So mm-hmm. every time, um, I've seen an emergency in the diary, I've got like quite emotionally, Invested in it, like like really, really excited for one. Mm. Then when they don't come or it's not a appropriate patient, and then I've got like uh, not upset but like annoyed or whatever. So mm. from, it just kind of just says like don't um, kind of don't battle against things. Like what's not not when to what meant to be is be, but like you know just have you know have I guess have faith and just let things happen. So um, I think that's kind of helped me disconnect a little bit from. You know, if I made a mistake or whatever, like it's not the end of the world, and you know, this is kind of how it's going to be, and just yeah, step away a little bit emotionally, which helps me kind of regulate myself during the day. So that that's that's um, that's been good. I like well. that book to my reading list. That's yeah, it's 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 um it's a really interesting one. Um, because I, I I I read about stoicism years and years ago and i think i maybe got the the wrong end of the stick at the time or maybe it just was the wrong time for me to mm. have it in my life because of some of the stuff it talks about it was kind of like the way i saw it, it was talking about like negative it was, it was it was like make sure you value the little things in your life and like don't take things for granted mm-hmm. so it was like imagine losing your mom or dad that would um, in this book it was like imagine that mm. your mom and dad have like passed away how sad you'd feel like that and it's not to like make you depressed it's just mm-hmm. to be then like oh like you know i should value my parents more but it was a bit for me it's it's kind of real, yeah. a, bit, a bit like twisted and sick to to, to be doing that mm-hmm. like, right you know imagine your child's been I kidnapped <laughs> you know so um god yeah yeah you know, <laughs> just your late night raid yeah it yeah, is, yeah i must say we we, we do talk a lot well for obvious reasons that's kind of where we're based off we talk a lot about mindfulness and and mental health and mm-hmm. and what are those interact with dentistry and it's so interesting uh, like you're obviously a lot more red than i am but to it's it's so interesting first of all how many of these different authors and these different people who write these books are coming from such different backgrounds and it always 
integrates so well with dentistry mm-hmm. and just being a dentist and, and life in general. But I don't know about you. I Something that I find quite interesting is that I'm usually very... I'm, I'm usually quite rubbish at implementing things in my life, like especially when it's physical. Mm-hmm. You know, it took me a long time to really implement a solid routine of going to the gym and everything like that. Or, or going for regular walks, get my steps in, um, remembering to, I don't know, prepare food and all that stuff. In terms of my physical aspect of life, I, I find things really difficult to implement. But for some reason, I don't know if it's just me, that's why I'm bringing it up. When I learn something or read something new that is to do with mental health almost and reframing your thought process, I oddly find that I innately just apply it rather than have to think like oh no i forgot to do this like i should have should have thought like this last time i don't know like do you find like you're able to easily sort of pull yourself out of that situation like for example when those patients were counseling this week yeah i mean i think i'm it's i think obviously i'm not trying to say like oh i'm so good at it you know yeah yeah yeah. no i think obviously because almost you're you're thinking all the time and you almost have like a constant ability to practice these things um when if, if, if yeah. it's like mindfulness or mental reframing or whatever you, you have that capability that things are literally good and things could have good and bad things are happening to you all the time and you can constantly yeah. put it into practice so that might be part of it I've never, I've never i guess made that myself made the distinction between kind of physical and non-physical i think i guess for me it's all kind of contributing and i know if i let the physical yeah side down then the, the other side kind of comes with it and that was something that i noticed and this is why i've kind of gone back to that connection with my goals and connection with my deeper why is i've had a few kind of bum weeks at the gym and what surprised me is it wasn't the the physical side that i really felt it was more the emotional side it was more that kind of um yeah self almost self-worth and um self-esteem and all of that side of it that that took more of a knock than like my lifts or whatever. Um, and my kind of mental, my mental strength. And, and that, that was more like, you know, this is why I do it. So then I had to go and like think, okay, why is this important? A workout isn't just a workout. It's, it's got a lot more entailed to it. So yeah. that's what led me to, to that as well. Usually chat a lot of shit, Alan. You can make up something. I, I, I mean, I don't, to be fair. You're usually, you're usually the one who can come up with it. I talk, I do, I talk a lot, but you know what, I just, I, I had a lovely weekend, I must say, we had loads mm. of people that came over for my flatmate's birthday, which is so nice, and that's something reflecting on, I really uh, missed out in Manchester, you know, I didn't, because mm. I was going through such a hard time, and like, it was exactly like you were saying, like almost the emotional side takes over, because I, because I, I had a lot of stuff going on. I was really down. I just closed myself in my room and wouldn't make plans. And I never, I, I was very lucky in, in university in, in Bristol where I have lovely friends that I've still friends now and, and, you know, best friends, friends for life who I definitely took for granted that always made plans that I just had to join along, you know? Mm-hmm. So then whenever it came to FD and I didn't have them and I was meeting new people and I, you know, I, I did try really hard to start to make 
plans and th- that was great and that's why we all became friends but mm-hmm. then i sort of just lost that mojo a bit and ended yeah. up sort of being like oh i've got a i've had a really long week yeah yeah Best thing i can like half right now is a nice just quiet weekend but actually and and i very quickly realized this is no it's when you're going to the gym it's when you're organizing events stuff that's whenever mm-hmm. you're properly mentally at rest yeah 100 you need those weeks but it's, it's not for me yeah. anyway you need to learn yourself but for me it's not half as many as i thought i say like in a month i need one week where i'm not doing anything and the rest of them i actually need to keep myself yeah, busy yeah, otherwise no, i'm not gonna I, feel I'm rested and even though as i was saying i had them three kind of um naff weeks at the gym and there was parts of me that i was like oh you're not like following through on things and like why are you not going to the gym yeah i also had kind of three really sociable weeks and three really enjoyable weeks and i went to tube yeah. was two obviously met up and like i saw yeah. a lot of my friends as well so th- there's a balance with everything yeah. and that you know that um kind of meeting up with your friends is, is invaluable and all that that side of it as well yeah. so i think you can't you can't be doing everything at once either you know and there's consequences for smashing it in the gym smashing it at work smashing it with your friends and yeah it's, really, it's a really difficult balance which i think we're always all trying to it is trying to work out i guess it is and and also then like in all of that you're you just you, it's so it really i i had the most sort of sigh of relief when my older relatives or or you know patients would kind of just like just just clarify they'd be like yeah it's really hard being young like don't worry you're doing great and stuff that was really <laughs> nice to hear because actually it is fucking hard because all this stuff that you just mentioned you have the balance and then there's a thousand things more like maintaining your your um friendships your relationships if you have one maintaining you know sports that you like to to play um, or watch um, maintaining yourself your health yeah uh, cleaning cooking yeah uh, driving to places <laughs> to see people it, it's it's <laughs> so you know keep your family if you're not like living at home then going to see family who well, are usually yeah. the most most understanding in that you don't have time for them it's it's yeah. it's really hard especially at this stage of life to be mm-hmm. a young professional to be a young professional who's not just a young professional in general, but you're super young to the dental game, yeah, relatively it, speaking, it you know? And the I think, ceiling I think that, is, is that one thing there is for me impossible. is it, it almost, like, it sounds wrong, but I think actually, and it's like people who say like being, people think people who are, have lots of structure are like trapped, but it, it actually in turn means they're the most mm. free because they've got things in it. I think there's this guy um, who talks yeah. about money, um, and it, it kind of like mm-hmm. spend extravagantly on things that you value and things that you love and cut ruthlessly on things that aren't important to you. And I think almost with your time, yeah, you have to do that as well. And for me, one thing I'm terrible at is my phone and I spend so much time wasting my time. Oh, oh yeah. I, this, I mean, my, my screen time was 20% down and this week and it's a big achievement. Nice. I was trying to be like, like all this time Where's I waste, it? I could actually be investing into in, into into my friendships or into my relationship or into mm-hmm. whatever it is it's just being a bit more ruthless with like yeah. this youtube video is wasting my effing time like what am i doing yeah it's tiktok for me why, man yeah why not just message my mate or why not like do yeah. something, at least do something like i'm i'm interested and in. you and when, whenever you just do that you really i don't know about you but i instantly feel like i'm feeding my soul 
because yeah. I'm so bad at it before. But as soon as I'm like, I message that friend who always, yeah, exactly. And and that's such a good statement you made. Sort of, you know, investing ruthlessly and cutting ruthlessly there. Yeah. The things that really matter to you because I went when I was really almost at the peak of the struggles I had last year. I sort of just cut everything and I put like so much money into a really nice gym with like all the craziest facilities. Like you wouldn't believe how much I was paying a month. Like it was just a step down under David Lloyd. And bro, I was on an FD salary. I'm not like I can I can afford that. I've got like overdraft I'm trying to get through as well. And um, but. I don't remember how much I spent because it was so good yeah. for me. Like I just yeah. remember like being doing that workout, being in that sauna and just like <laughs> really feeling like I could actually just exhale. Like I'm putting yeah. myself back in that position sure. and it's, it's such a testament. That's more of the financial size. I know you were talking more about time sides, but, but even it makes sense to me in the financial mm-hmm. sense, in the time sense, that structure, you're absolutely right. You almost get, I think in society it's, easy to to not make fun but pick apart a person who is so you know litigious and structured and that but if you're working as much as we do you have to make the time that there's we've said it so many times and there really isn't any way about it you either make the time or you never you never do anything you never get around to it that's 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 the facts of it so so make time for yourself make time for your friends make time for the things you enjoy don't lose you know the passions that you had through university as a kid and stuff keep, keep going through those hobbies because that's the stuff that keeps you ticking work mm-hmm. is just work at the end of the day like adam i don't know if you agree but as passionate as we are for dentistry and as passionate as you especially are for dentistry at the end of the day nothing comforts me more than thinking it's just a fucking job like yeah yeah sometimes mm-hmm. i'm big enough a bit too much like it's just a job relax yeah no i i I, yeah, I, I agree, hundred percent. And it, that even this book, the, the one I mentioned, it, it is. It, I mean, it's just kind of talking about like life is life, and it, I mean, he also it, there's a whole part about just like not being scared of death, and and death will come, and like it, what does it all really matter? Um, have you ever been like? Have you ever had a fear of death? Mm. Not obviously, not like you know what I mean, like irrationally just thinking about it loads because I only had it for the first time I think last year and it was really interesting to be in that frame of mind sure no I mean I think I don't think I have I don't think I've had a fear of death I think stoicism as a philosophy and as I read some books I don't really know what that is what is stoicism to you I, I don't want to describe it because I, I don't know enough should I get it? Should I let me get a little it's, meaning for other people like lot, me? There's a lot of and there's a lot of aspects to it as well. It's kind of like what's in your control and what's outside of your control. And and mm. um, I read it. Stoicism sure. teaches the development of self-control and fortitude as a means of overcoming destructive emotions. Sounds like a bit of me. I need that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like that, that yeah, that did talk a lot about death and kind of almost how to, like. Mm. The, the, the idea of it was that, like, how much better would your life be if you had, like, a, a system, not like a system, but, like, an, a way of thinking and, un, like, comprehension and just uh, that's guiding you through your life rather than getting to the end of your life and realizing that you've kind of just been 
letting your emotions or something. Get, yeah, well, just letting your emotions mm. get ahead of you the whole time and not really appreciating things and and that kind of thing. So that that was the idea of that book. Yeah. So then you're thinking about death and the end of life and like you know trying to avoid regrets, which I guess that that yeah. kind of powers a lot of things. But no, yeah, I and I think all those things for me. I've had all those things and that's when I feel the most like detached with with the present. Sure. I think f- for a first time in a very long time in my life after investing myself, doing therapy and, and my circumstances becoming better, I've never felt more present in my life. Like I physically feel grounded, whereas for a very long time, longer than I realized, I was always either worrying about what was behind me or worrying about what's what's coming towards me mm-hmm. and it's just like you live you just you almost just like end up coasting through and just you know phasing through life without without being able to stop and smell the roses yeah that's i mean i'm i'm trying to do that as much as i can now and um it's, i guess it's identifying the things that are taking you away from the present is it thoughts is it distractions is it your phone um which for me is my phone um, i actually just read, reached for mine <laughs> um and 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 you know and then this guy as well marks marks Reilly's in this book he's also like um in terms of your thoughts and thinking about things that things that are important so we're talking about time we're talking about money but also thoughts and being ruthless in kind of um removing thoughts from your brain that cause anxiety or cause you to spend time pondering things that that don't really matter to you like what this person said or what that person said or anything that's not of value is kind of cleaning and clearing your mind as well and allowing you to be more present and getting less taken away from these things so Hmm. yeah that's another and all of that yeah. takes reflection Before as well. We... You need to identify those things in your life. You need to go, you need to actually sit down for, you know, this is amazing. And this is another thing I realized that like we're doing great work here in terms of dentistry and I guess a lot of like mental health as well in terms of reflection. But I hadn't sit down and sat down yeah. and reflect on my progress or my goals or anything for that long in terms of the gym or in, in terms of other aspects of, of life as well. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's taking the time to sit down and reflect is really important so you can then go what is it that's that's causing all these things and and take steps to to action it absolutely um before we sort of finish up there unless you want to add anything more adam i wanted to just maybe leave with a with a quote because recently i'd signed up to the newsletter of the author of atomic habits sure there's this really cool thing where it's it's he has this three two one process where i think it's sort of three thoughts two sort of maybe action i'm probably butchering it but it's also one quote at the end and and i'm someone who literally has a massive notes page full of quotes because mm-hmm. i and this is where i've got a lot of guidance in my life when i was growing up because i always felt that you know why would i wait till i went through something really difficult to be able to then summarize it in a nice sentence whereas whenever i could look at people who have done much more than me and be able to just get the quick learning point after probably a few years of suffering you know so i feel like it's a little bit of a is is massive as well because the one thing i realized it's it's regularly going back to 
revisit things. So now like, I don't want it to be another two months since I looked at my goals or my connection to my goals or my why or whatever for yeah. being a dentist or for my workout or whatever. It, it, it's better to, like you say, be proactive and be just looking at it every day or every week to remind you so that mm-hmm. you are obviously going to have on and off times, but that you're not waiting until you need it before, you know, having to, to go back to it and revisit it, kind of like the position I was. Yeah, absolutely. And and we've all been there and, and it just feels like needless suffering for sometimes, doesn't it? <laughs> so the quote that I want to leave for today, because I think, I think from the messages I've been getting, I think it's getting to that. If you've not already hit it, you've hit that sort of burnout wall um, mm-hmm. or, or you've just getting sick or you've just recovered from getting sick. So the quote I want to leave, and I don't have the, I will, if we're going to keep doing this, then I, I will be more, uh, more honest to get who the author is. But uh, I love this quote because it says, on the days that you only have 40% and you gave 40%, then you gave it 100% that day. So don't beat yourself up that you did sure. your best on a day, even though if that wasn't your usual best. So I, I like that a lot. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. That, and it's it's all them little little things that just kind of reassure you. And and I think having, a, I mean, I, I, I'm the same on, on my kind of notes page. I've got stacks of little quotes and stuff like that, which just, just help you... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, rationalize thoughts or help you understand what's going on. And the, I find the more I, go, the more I go back to them regularly, the, you know, the, the better things are. And when I know I've left it a long time to mm-hmm. go and look at things like that, then it's, it, it, it doesn't 100%. help. hundred so. percent. Good. Yeah. hundred percent. Great. Lovely catching up with you, Adam, again. Yeah, that was, it was a different type of episode, but I, I very much enjoyed it. I very much enjoyed it. Okay. It's so nice. thanks for listening, everyone. Um, messages i guess or yeah drop us a dm if if um you want to talk about anything we spoke about um please rate the podcast um share it with your friends if you think they'd enjoy it and uh yeah we'll see you next week bye bye